When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Baseball family, welcome back to another episode of the Baseball Together podcast. I, after a significant absence, which I apologize for, I am back. I am back. And Brad is here with me tonight. I am. Today, this morning. Whatever whatever day, whatever time. (laughs) Welcome back, Brig. It's great to have you. Thanks, man. (laughs) Mon frere. Mon frere. Yeah. Super pumped to be here, actually. I am. Listen, baseball family, we have a boatload to cover in this episode. Oh, my gosh. So much. It's it's so good. We thought about maybe doing a timer, but... (laughs) We're just going to see if we can hang, okay? So yeah. we're going to hit you with current events. There's a lot to discuss. Baseball is starting, okay? Everybody yes. starts reporting on the yes. first. Yes. And it's the best. <laughs> so excited. So happy. I have a question for you, Brad, when you get the chance. Um, okay. Or when I spring it on you. That's a tease. Here we go. Then we're going <laughs> to catch me up. And then we are going to finish out this segment, uh, or excuse me, this episode of the podcast with a, a topic that we didn't know was as near and dear to our hearts yeah. until until the time <laughs> until it was that brought up. We found out. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm rusty. Let's just plow forward. <clears throat> Do it, Brad. Yeah, baseball is beginning. Okay, July. 23 or 24 mm-hmm. will be opening day, and yeah. we are going to have a 60-game season. Now, it, obviously, that is significantly reduced from right. the normal season. They're trying to jam it all into a regular chronological or calendar time frame. Mm-hmm. And what are your thoughts, first of all, on not extending beyond October? Um, I don't. I don't think they should. I don't think they should extend beyond October, even if they bring everybody to like a, a neutral site for the World Series or anything. Yeah. Um, because they should try to start next season as normal as possible. Yeah. Because who knows what's going to happen after next season? We brought it up before talking about the expiration of the CBA and. Yeah doomsday scenario we don't have baseball in 2022 so unacceptable it is so we should try to get as much of a as a season in next year as possible and i feel like the off season is short as it is Agreed. you don't you don't want to shorten it at all as nice as it as fun as it would be to have the world series on thanksgiving um or christmas as or, was previously proposed right yeah i don't i don't think they should they should stick to with stick to where they're at and and at that point you're going to be competing with nfl for ratings very likely yes um possibly the nba even though i don't think they're even going to be starting until christmas it sounds like Mm -hmm. 
Um, right. But still, like the NFL is a juggernaut. That's tough. That is really tough to compete with, especially you get into October, November, things start to really, or November, especially December, things really heat up. Yeah, that's, that's tough right. to compete with on on ratings, and, and it, you, you don't want to go there. As, I agree. As baseball, so no, I think I think they're doing it the right way. October, okay. end in October, do it. Look, I agree with you. I had different reasons, but I they don't matter anymore because you've so <laughs> artfully articulated yours. <laughs> no, so give me your reason. Tell me why. Tell me. No, why. no, I refuse. We're moving on, Brad. All right. So we're going to have sixty games this season. The way it's going to be broken down is forty games against those in your division, those teams, mm-hmm. and then twenty of those games will be interleague play, and. Um, I think that's a pretty even balance. I, I kind of like the split. Yeah. Um, I think that, that by doing 20 interleague games, though, we're going to see a greater amount of diversity in the teams that we that our, that our personal teams face, the ones we watch, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so yeah. that'll be interesting to see. Um, it will be. And, and, you know, it's not just random interleague either. It's the West will play the West, Central will play the Central, the East will play the East. That's, right. It's a very structured. They're try, They're really trying to limit um, limit travel, travel here. And, yeah. and the advantage in this case truly goes to the AL and NL East because they don't ever have to leave their time zones. That's right. You know, the Central is going to have a little bit of travel, but the West, man. God, here you go. Houston. Houston just- and Arlington. Can Get I push that soapbox underneath you a little Please more Please do. Please do. Because it's absurd. I'll spot you. Golly. <laughs> Texas needs to be in the central. Do some realigning. Add some more teams. I don't know what you got to do, but get Texas right. out of the West. <laughs> Sorry. I know you're in New York, and everything west of the Mississippi is west, but, man, yeah, that's, that's true. middle America, man. Come on. It is Middle America. Sheesh, get back. Houston, Houston should be considered Middle America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, they're so far east in Texas. It does. It doesn't make any they, sense to me. Geographically, I agree with you. yes, I agree with you. <sighs> um, Makes me so angry. Let's hit some rules. Let's hit some rules really quick. There's some okay. rules that everybody needs to be prepared for, and I know it's getting beat heavily, so we probably yeah. can go through this fairly quickly. I agree. But. The universal DH will be implemented for this season. 2020, we'll see a universal DH. doesn't matter what league you're in. So, sorry, uh, Mad Bomb and some of your others. <laughs> Lester. Three batter minimum. So, the rule now states, and we've talked about this before, but uh-huh, just as a yeah. recap, the that players, relievers, specifically relieving pitchers, they're going to come in and they're going to have to face a minimum of three batters or retire a side. Or get injured. Those are their options. Yep. That's it. Otherwise, they got to stick it out. Yeah. Um. No position players to pitch. There's been no, some... no. What it was is remember they had that rule that they were going to implement yeah. this year. Yeah. That rule is out the window. Position players can pitch you... as needed. See, and that's I was getting to it. I was going to say the no oh, position. Sorry. Pitch. Sorry. It's okay. You covered it. We'll move on, Brad. <laughs> 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 any game that is suspended for any reason, whether or otherwise, will be uh, restarted. They will not start over. They're going to initiate play from you know the point in the game where it was suspended. Yeah, and that's specifically for games that don't meet the, the like the the minimum criteria of a game, right? Of like yeah. 
like five innings. Five innings. Uh, yeah. If they play the five innings, whatever, then they're fine. It can be a complete game. But if it's like three and a half innings and they're suspended, they'll start from the three and a half innings. They won't start over like they typically would otherwise. Well said. That is a wonderful caveat. Okay. Um, the trade rules have shifted by about 30 days. Mm-hmm. That's the only real major difference here. And then the only thing worth mentioning past that is that if you're going to trade somebody, the only people you can trade from or for is the 60-man roster, which we're going to get into in just a minute. But right. the, the, you know, the, 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 the pool of available players to barter and trade with is severely limited to 60 players this time. Um, everybody else stays with the club they're with, with the franchise they're with, and um, if a player moves from the 60, they have to be on the 60-man roster on the mm-hmm. team they're traded to. Okay. Brad, tell us about roster sizes since that was a okay. perfect segue. So, <laughs> so like you said, there's going to be a 60-man roster, which is basically going to be used like the 40-man roster has been in years past. Yeah. But the difference is, is you cannot bring anybody onto your squad unless it's a trade or I guess, uh, no, I guess you can. You can replace somebody on the 60-man roster or somebody who's not on it. Um, but I, I think that's only through trade. Anyway, so you've got the 60-man roster. But the actual like active roster starting the first day of the season is going to be 30. The other 30 players are going to be away at another training facility, basically like extended spring training, but in the city where the team is so that they can act so they can ha- have those players come in should there be an injury, a positive COVID test, um, anything, whatever. Yeah. So yeah, so 30 players in the clubhouse for two weeks then it goes Mm -hmm. down to 28 players for another two weeks and then after those two weeks it goes down to 26 for the rest of the season which is what was going to be the standard for this season right with the new rules so that ends up being pretty normal um they're gonna have something that's called a taxi squad okay yep now what a taxi squad is is three players that are on the 60-man roster who will travel with the team so that in case there's an injury or there is a positive COVID test, then they can just go right in and take that player's place right away. One player on the taxi squad has to be a catcher. So like for the Mariners, I saw um, I saw yesterday or today, I believe it was, that Cal Raleigh is going to be on the taxi squad. He's going to be their taxi catcher. Um he is not a guy who was probably ever going to see any big league time this year unless there were significant injuries at the big league level. Um, but this year, it, he'll probably get a chance. Yeah. Cause, um, and the thing that's kind of cool about the taxi catcher is that they're not just off. They're not just off away from the team like everybody else on taxi squad is. They're actually with the team so they can work in the bullpen that's with the right. pitchers. That's so exactly I thought right. that was pretty cool. That that's something that they're doing, just so those guys can stay sharp and, and keep the chemistry with the pitchers, because that you've got to do that. So, yeah. Now I wish they were I thinking think the, with that one. The Yankees are wishing they'd kept Austin Romine. Poor dumb buggers. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they are. Yeah, for real. Um, uh-huh. But to Austin Romine's credit, you know he'll have significantly more opportunity in Detroit or wherever he is mm-hmm. now. I think he's still in Detroit, right? Anyway. I'll this season, it's very exciting because I freaking love Austin Romine. He's my man. I do like the uh, I, I do like the Romine brothers. Austin, particularly, I think he's I think he's awesome. He's awesome. He's a, he's a good player. 
So <clears throat> let's talk about COVID-19 because that's still a thing. In case you didn't know, mm-hmm. still happening. Yeah. Maybe even spiking. Okay. Depending on, Depending on where you where live. Where you are. Yeah, that's right. So baseball has gone to great lengths to facilitate the safety of their players and the staff. Uh, anybody participating on the field and off the field, but during the games. So if you're on the bench, right, you will no longer be sitting in the dugout. You'll be sitting in the stands six feet apart. That's a number of seats, right? I think, what is it, three or four minimum seats apart? Something like that. To, uh, I would do honestly. I'd do four seats to be I, safe. That's what but, I'm saying. Yeah, I think I think three, I think three seats is probably it. But yeah, probably not going to cut it. So they're going to sit a number of seats apart, each player, and then when they're called up to start, you know, warming up or whatever it is, it's going to be very different. I'm really excited to see that sort of transition period. Those exchanges. Uh-huh. How much sooner they're going to need to call guys in? Uh, what sort of warm up that will you know, bring about, I don't know. I, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see what that looks like. Every player yeah. will be, they'll be testing every other day, actual, mm-hmm. like the swab, the test. And yeah. if a player tests positive one time, they must then test negatively twice before they're allowed back into any facility at all. Yeah. Um, not even the offsite training facility where the remainder of the 60 man is, is, is stationed and training. None of that. I do think that's smart, though. I, I mean, agree for obvious reasons. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's. I mean, it's, wrong with it. It sounds heavily precautious, and it is. I mean, that's the that's the point. And, it, and they need to be. They need to be because we I saw agree. how fast everything spread at the beginning, and then now with guys working out. I mean, there are. It seems like there's a ton, ton of positive tests, and even the NBA yeah. released a, a statistic the other day that 16 out of 302 tested players were po- tested positive. Jeez. Well, which is this, which is consistent with five percent not 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 to mention here where i am clemson football there's a whole bunch of football players at clemson that are testing positive right now and it's like it's madness so yeah well yeah they're i think lsu quarantined a bunch of their guys because of a nightclub outbreak and yeah yeah it's 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 insane it's madness uh, it's bad news bears if you'll pardon the the reference ah Okay, yeah, that it was is. terrible. Okay, so <laughs> here we go. <laughs> we got baseball jokes. Um, there will be there will be no spitting of any kind. No dip, no seeds, nothing. Um, I think they can chew gum, but I don't know what they do with it. I don't know if it's I, like I, put it in the wrapper and then put it in the trash. We've had or, players. Uh, we've had players come out and say, "I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to deal with that." <laughs> you know, and. Oh. And they, they, I don't know that they intentionally plan to violate this rule, but it, they expect it to be, to themselves anyway, to be in violation. And, and I think this is going to be a really interesting one. For Well, you think about it. You think about it. As baseball players, you get so used to having something in your mouth while you're playing, whether it, yeah. it is gum. At that point, you know, it could be, could be dip. Maybe those guys have been dipping for 15 years yeah. while they've been playing baseball. Very likely. Or yeah. even sunflower seeds. You know, I... I don't know how I would handle the sunflower seed thing. I'd, that'd be tough. It would be super tough. Yeah, so, I don't know. But so yeah. I, what I'm interested in is how MLB is going to enforce that one. <laughs> okay. What? Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. That's an automatic out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Strike two. Somebody in the. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the penalty is if somebody's spitting. Yeah. So, so we're going to see. That's pretty interesting. 
Um, and then everybody will have a temperature check twice every day. That's it. That's the COVID stuff that, that it, you're mm-hmm. probably wondering about. So um, the last thing I will say about this season is that we've not heard any, uh, or, or I should say it's been confirmed there will be no expanded playoff situation, mm-hmm. which Brad and I agree is just asinine. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, does, it, it doesn't make any sense to me that the owners would not accept that. I don't- I mean, it's like the players are like we'll do we'll do expanded playoffs for you so you can make back some of that money for right. the tv deals that you're not getting from fans and we're just like no no, no. everything's about money until it's about money and then it's not about money <laughs> it's exactly Listen, right back off okay yeah <laughs> don't tell yeah. me how to live my yeah, life Okay. Yeah. Don't tell me how to make my money. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Oh my gosh. It's the most hilarious thing. Whatever. Anyway, I just can't I can't yeah, believe so this. Weird. I was telling Brad, and I was gonna try to avoid this, but Brad, we have just a minute left, and I'm gonna say this, okay? Mm-hmm. I demand I'm going to publicly announce that I demand Rob Manfred's resignation. I second that motion. Maybe we can get should we start a change dot work? Yes. A petition? Yes. <laughs> okay. Get that sent out. I see you. Cause, I like that. Because I don't want him negotiating the new CBA. That's what I'm saying. Because we may never have baseball again. Ever. He's trying to negotiate the new CBA. Yes. Because, yeah. No, no, not 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 okay. No. And and I will I will give him this. He did say the right thing this week. He said, we've got to be better for our fans. <laughs> Which I'm like, uh, yeah, hello. Okay. Of course you do. That's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Almost but the fact that he actually came out and said it. I know, but I was, who told I him to say it? Listen, who told him to say it? And probably Bob Costas. Probably Bob Costas. <laughs> That's exactly right. Or Joe Torrey's like, listen, listen. Yeah. All right, I've been managing clubhouses for a really long time, <laughs> and it's not, it's not different <laughs> with public relations. It's not. <laughs> Anyway, it's the exact same approach. Freak. Apologize to the people. Just be humble. (laughs) Yep. You still can be in charge if you're humble. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back when they're going to, Brad's going to catch me up on everything I missed. (laughs) That's right. No matter which ballpark you're at, you want to rep your team. Now you can with 9 Plus Us. Welcome to the Big City Series. With every design available in your team's colors, you can fit in with the home crowd or stand out on the road. Either way, we have the colors you crave. Shop the Big City Series and find designs that rep your favorite baseball podcast, cheer from the cheap seats, and much more. Shop the Big City Series only at 9plusus.com. Welcome back, baseball family. So, Brig took, like, golly, what was it, like six weeks? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yes. I'm just giving you a hard time. No, it was like six weeks, though, you were gone, for real. Yeah, was for real, today. it, was. it was a lot. It was a long Sorry. time. So, it's fine. It's fine. It's it's fine, really. Um, everything is fine. Um, <laughs> it's going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be fine. That's what I but, tell myself every day. It's going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be fine. It'll be okay. <laughs> but we do have some catching up to do because <laughs> there were a couple of things that were brought up on the podcast in his absence that he was kind of like, he texted me after basically like 
scolding me and slapping my wrist for saying things. And <laughs> I put, like, I wasn't there to yell at you. Why are you saying these yeah, things? <laughs> I put some of them in the comments on the YouTube channel. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could tell when you were at certain spots as those comments were popping up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But so we're going to get caught up a little bit. And I completely failed. I was so just enamored with the failure of Major League Baseball to get anything done, any kind of negotiating done during that time. I completely forgot to stick with the KBO. So before we get Brig caught up on any of our other meanderings and topics, let's talk about some KBO. Dude, I'm listen, I'm wearing my Yagyu hat right now. Let me show the camera. Nice. This is nice. One, of, one of them. We have 10 of these with the Romanized letters on the shop. Um, this mm-hmm. is my, uh, this is the black and the, I don't, I forget which team it is. I just wanted to see the black lettering. <laughs> it's, it's black lettering <laughs> with, with, with red behind it. I think it's, I don't know. Is it the KT twins Wiz, or maybe it... I think it's the KT Wiz. I don't remember which one feels like know. KT Wiz is right though. That's what it feels right. Okay. All right. We'll say it's right yeah. anyway, <laughs> but so. You can get your KBO inspired hats on the shop on 9plusus.com. Just you can go to uh, there's a we have a collections tab in the uh, in the navigation. You yeah. just go to collections and you can search. Uh, you can find the Korean collection there, or you can just search Korean Korea baseball yeah. or Korean search Korea anything. Yeah, uh, in the little uh, magnifying glass thing at the top of the at the top of the window, and it will take you right to everything KBO inspired. Can I show so off can the? It. Can I show off do the it. other one? Yeah, do I it. Got, I have I have my NC Dinos inspired uh, KBO hat right here as well. It's in navy blue with the gold raised lettering and the white behind yeah. it. Yeah. And it is yeah. super sharp, people. It's the best. I get compliments mm. on this all the time. People are like, what does that say? I'm like, I'm like, baseball. And they say, <laughs> well, what language is that? I'm like, Korean. <laughs> you know, and it's <laughs> just kidding. But it is Korean. It is. That's what this is how you spell baseball in Korean. And we got it on a hat. It's very cool. Um, that's very their cool. NC Dinos one, which uh, now we have to talk about. We do, because that is our KBO team that we chose independently of one another, and somehow we ended up on the NC Dinos for our individual reasons. But anyways. That's right. Our Dinos are the best team in the KBO by far. Yes! 31 and 13 as of Friday night, June the 26th. That's right. Um, four games up over the Kaiwoom Heroes and Doosan, uh Four games, four and a half four games half. up over the Doosan Bears. Yes, sir. So. Dude, these dinos, like, mm. they're just, they're dominating. They they're are. They're so much better offensively, so much better defensively. I know. I think we jumped on the right bandwagon, and I'm going <laughs> to see it through. I'm going to follow it all the way through the end of the season because <laughs> I want a dang championship That's in baseball. Right. You need That's one. Why. You need one so bad. What did I say if, weeks ago when we started the KBO thing? I said, look, <laughs> you'll learn. I said, one of two things is going to happen. Either I'm going to be humbled. Or you're going to finally taste a championship. And I don't know which one yeah. it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, with my luck, honestly, what's going to happen is there. No, 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 stop. To... Don't say it. <laughs> stop. <laughs> you stop it right now. Okay. And we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> NC Dino's best team in the KBO. If you're not watching it, you should. It's a ton of fun. It is fun. It's, uh, it's a little bit different brand of baseball. And uh, it's a good watch. It's a great, great experience. And one day we're going to travel 
to South Korea, and we are going to go together, Brad. We're going to we go are, watch. And we're going to go to an NC Dino. That's again. right. That's exactly right. Yep. Yep. That, that's how that's going to go down. Yep. <sighs> All right. Okay. So I mentioned earlier that Brig was yelling at me on YouTube <laughs> in, the, in the comment section on YouTube. And it was because of my, <laughs> my overrated player selection. I'm going to go with Babe Ruth. I've got Bryce Harper at number two. I'm going to go with Derek Jeter as my number one. So those were my three most overrated players. Um, yeah, I went there. I did go there. That's true. I just, I, listen. Listen! <laughs> you, you can't, boo! Boo! You cannot pick Babe Ruth. You can't. He's the Sultan of Swat. The Colossus of Clout. The Great Bambino. The Colossus of Clout. That wimpy yeah, deer, I know. bro. You I cannot. You, it's just, God, <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Okay. But Brig. Okay. No. Well, I'm refu- No. <laughs> you really want to tell me that he would come in today's game and hit 60 home runs? We're not talking about today's game, bro. Okay. But that's why he's overrated. Yes, he was the best player in no. his era, but he's not the best player ever. Yes. He's not the best player ever. He was ever. the best player in his era, bro. That the whole thing has changed since yeah, then. Yeah, it's been a hundred years. Everything it's has been changed. Hundred years. You cannot call the best player in a sport from a hundred years ago the best player in the history of the game. I never said he was the best player in the history of the game. I'm saying he's not on the overrated list is what okay. I'm saying. And I'm, the only reason I'm saying he's overrated is because people treat him like his game would translate to today, and it would not. He I'm would, not saying it I would. I think Babe Ruth would be okay. an average to slightly above average player in today's game. You Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. You heard me. You heard me right. You're telling me. Stop it. You're telling me <laughs> that Babe Ruth. That Babe Ruth was not athletic enough, intelligent enough, dedicated enough, whatever you want to call it, to adapt and overcome and find ways to succeed in today's game. Do you think game. he'd be a right fielder in today's game? No. What's, what's, he wouldn't be a right fielder okay, in today's game. Okay, how about this? Who is his comp in today's game? Now, that is a great question. And I think the only person we can... Uh, a tr- a scri- I don't know, actually. That's because part of me wants to say big sexy, but I don't know. Uh, but that's a stature. It thing. is a stature thing. <laughs> that's a, um, that's a, I, I will. But, I will say this. And, I do think Babe Ruth was likely more athletic than big sexy. I'll give him that. Oh, for sure. And been. for those of you that don't know, big sexy is Bartolo yes. Colon. Okay. Um, he he, for sure was more athletic than yes. Cologne, and not that Cologne's not athletic. He absolutely right. is phenomenal. Yeah. But and he's doing something. I we love do. Bartolo so, Cologne. Yeah. Okay, we will never disparage Big Sexy. Not one right. minute. The dude is awesome, except for the whole PED problem. But we're not going to talk about that because we still a little bit love him. Okay. Um, here's here's the deal, though. I it's a great question. And I think you probably posed the question to further illustrate your point that there is no comparable translation of his stature and skill into today's game. Okay. Off off the cuff, two guys come to mind. Daniel Vogelbach. I doubt it. <laughs> but only as of the last, like, 
18 months. Well, I'm not saying Daniel Vogelbach is a great player. I like him. Right. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And I Kyle Schwarber. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but Kyle Schwarber couldn't pitch the way the Babe could, bro. Uh, I think anybody could the pitch babe, back then. The I think babe everybody is one of the best pitchers then. in Red Sox history, dude. Because of who he was facing. I don't care. <laughs> and I understand he's a, not, he's a victim you, of his era. I understand that. He but you is. cannot That's treat the him only problem. like he is. I wouldn't even consider the Babe top five player of all time. I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying he's the top five player of all time. Okay. I'm saying he doesn't belong on the overrated list. And, the, and, that's, and that's my thing is I'm saying that he's overrated because people still treat him like he is a top five player. That, that Yes, the name is hollowed because he was the greatest player of his era. He ended the dead yes. ball era. I'll give him all that. But at the same time, oh, for sure. you cannot call somebody that played in his time. You can't treat him like people do. People treat the babe like he's Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan yeah. was by far the best player. I, well, I shouldn't say by far. He was the greatest player in NBA history. And I'm a LeBron James ever. fan. Now, ever. Ever. Because his game no, would translate no to any zero era. zero questions asked. Yes, and, absolutely. And, and and I would say, listen, I would say the same thing about Nolan Ryan. Mm-hmm. You could put Nolan yes. Ryan into any situation on the mound, any even in the dead ball era, oh, even yeah. before they had a mound. Yeah. And that dude would sling just gas heat, yes. man. That he he would go unhitted. Unhitted. It, I don't care. You could put him fifty years from now, and he's still going to go hit. It's true. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you on that. So I see what you're saying. Is, I agree yeah, with you. Is there. that people are treating the babe like he's the Michael Jordan of baseball, and that a is a problem for baseball, and b just sure. is not true. No, so. I agree with that. But what I'm arguing is that you cannot. If you remove that argument, you still cannot argue with the fact that he does not belong on the overrated player list because okay. he defined decades of baseball. Yes. He literally and then and then generations who came after him who who tried to live up to what he put on the table. Mm-hmm. So the reason we have home run races is because of the babe. The reason yeah. we care about about swagger like standing in the box or calling a shot or whatever is because of the bambino bro you cannot you cannot separate baseball from its history we are a culture obsessed obsessed with our own history that's absolutely true even more so than we really ever care to consider our future as evidenced uh recently and uh there's another rob manfred dig <laughs> but what <laughs> What I'm, what I'm saying is you cannot deny that you you just can't put him on overrated player list. You can't. Okay. That's all and I'm I, saying. And I think it all comes down to your criteria for overrated player. Personally, my criteria of an overrated player, he fits. Generally speaking, probably not. How's that? All right, listen. You can't have it both ways, Brad. <laughs> You can't, <laughs> and you've already gone on the record, and I'm not trying to persuade you. I'm and I'm not trying, trying to recant. I'm not trying to recant. It's fine. It sounds like you're a little sidestepping a little no. bit, which is fine. You're allowed to do that. <laughs> I'm just saying he doesn't belong on the transcendent list for sure. 
unless you want to heavily weight influence, then absolutely yeah. belongs on the transcendent yeah, I mean, list. There's a le- sure. there is a league named after him. I'll give I'll, like I will full on say like the Babe's influence on baseball was transcendent. The the fact that there is a league named sure. after him, and, and the same argument that I made then was that Steph Curry has eliminated the center from the NBA, but that doesn't make him right a top five player of all time or no a transcendent player. Yes, he shoots three right. pointers better than anybody else, but there are gaps in his game that would not translate to other eras. So okay, let's talk transcendence. Let's just talk okay, transcendence. Let's talk transcendence. Okay. Let's say let's say we're going to include transcendence as a as a bullet point as a, as a requirement. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're going to say tra- transcendence as a requirement, then you absolutely cannot call Derek Jeter <laughs> overrated. You can't do it. <laughs> call Derek Jeter overrated? Yeah, some people do, and I did. I know. <laughs> I, I listened to it. <laughs> I uh, I threw things. It was undignified. I may or may not have been dipping into the anger phase of my grieving process. I'm just saying. Hey, you know, as long as uh, I can help you through the process. <laughs> <laughs> that was a service few people could have provided as effectively as you did. <laughs> going, going babe three, Jeter one. Just zip right on through that anger phase, didn't you? I, I just, just whoosh. We're just accelerating. I, and that's really, I'm grateful because I threw things and it was fun. Um, <laughs> so, so Brig, oh my let's gosh. let's get yes. fully caught up here because I know that you've been itching to give us your three most overrated players. Well, I don't know if itching is the way to go, but you're yeah. going to give us three overrated players. Yeah, and I'm going to do it strategically. Okay. Because why would I do it any That's other way? right. So, okay. <laughs> first, first, I'm going to give you my number three. Okay. And I'm going to I'm gonna move eras here, okay? And I'm going to do so on purpose. First, I'm going to go with John Rocker. Okay. I don't think anybody would disagree partly with be- you. No, and partly because the 9 Plus Us VIP group and Facebook, they – they voted John Rocker's most overrated player of all time. Mm-hmm. I cannot disagree that he is absolutely deserving on the overrated list. hundred percent. Okay. I don't even feel like I need to justify that. Mm-hmm. He has a war of 3.5. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Also his, his stint on survivor would just probably reinforce <laughs> all of it's terrible. Although I, apparently there are a significant number of people who find him extremely attractive and that's that's strange probably what he has going for him right now maybe so that's great. i don't know okay anyways only bring that up because i saw it on a list that's it <laughs> i don't know i thought oh interesting maybe because i gotta give him you know i gotta sandwich some positivity in there mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yep. um my my number two overrated player is going to be a little controversial um, I got to go with a current player. I think current players deserve uh, some notoriety and some, some some a place, a section maybe on the overrated list. Okay. It was heavily discussed in the VIP group to include not only this player but some other current contemporary players, and I got to give it to Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah. I think that, that his one season in Miami with all those home runs and all that everything, it was the MVP season. It was awesome. It really was. And, and then he stumbled – 
maybe drunkenly or whatever <laughs> into this contract with New York. And I don't understand, well, guys. That contract was actually given to him by Miami. And then they were like, oh, wait, we can't afford that. We got to trade him. So, That's what I'm saying, yeah, man. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. I'm still confused. Well, the thing, I'm my willing... big thing with Stanton, I feel like his swing is broken. But yes, he's just so he's big so... and strong, the ball goes out anyway. That He swings hard through, like, one zone. And if the pitcher yeah. happens to put the ball there, he's going to hit it out. And that's why he strikes out all the time. Uh, right, of course. You know, and, and I don't know if it's a some version of the yips because he took that fastball to the face from no one other than Mike Fires. Um, right. That, you know, that maybe he, like I said, has some version of the yips. But... I don't think so. I, yeah, I, it's been a long time. I don't think that he does. Yeah, but, it's been a long time. But yeah, and, no, and, just... and a whole literal identity change later. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to give him that one right now. But no, I, yeah, I, I will agree say with you though, that he does belong on the list. He he belongs on the list, and I'll put an asterisk next to his name for sure. Like, like same with Bryce Harper. A lot of people talk about Bryce Harper being overrated for mm-hmm. sure. Okay, yeah. I get that. Yeah. But he's also made a lot of progress. Uh, just in the last season, when was first season in Philadelphia, and, mm-hmm. and you got to give him some props there. Yeah. So, so the, the, I feel like the contemporary players deserve a transitional r- r- placement, whatever, on mm-hmm. the list. Uh, but I think John Carlos Stanton, if he's not careful, he's going to solidify himself. Yes, and really, really, it only it all has to do with that contract mm-hmm. because I don't think that the rem- that, that if you took all of his statistics and if you took all of his career and put it together. Then he doesn't belong on an overrated list. He doesn't belong on an underrated list. He's kind of, you know, he's just kind of a regular old ball player that mm-hmm. does pretty well sometimes and you know, has, has a little bit of a problem. Other times it was that one great season. And But now, now the problem is he's on the biggest stage ever and he's got one of the biggest contracts ever and it's not panning out. And so it's he's a victim of circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's not careful, he's going to find a permanent placement on this yeah. list. Yeah, I agree. Because of the dollar sign, yeah, and that's, so that's and that's part of the problem with this with these overrated lists is that some guys it's no fault of their own. Like, yeah, he took the money, but it was offered to him. Can't blame the guy yeah. for taking the money. Yeah, and I said that Bryce Harper was overrated, but it's no fault of his own. It's just it's simply no. because of all the attention he got. He was never going to be able to live up to that. So never. Yeah, I know, and it, it's and, just and, a circumstance and, with some of these guys. And look, they're decent ball players. Yeah. Right, and 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 they're gonna they're gonna probably be great clubhouse guys in the future with some significant leadership capability, a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. Um, we all know John Carlos Stanton's gonna have a career after baseball. We don't know what it'll be, right? But the dude is he's active on social media. He's building his presence outside. Trevor Bauer is the same way. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Listen, Trevor Bauer, whether he decide whether he becomes great or. Or, or tanks, or whatever. It doesn't matter, and I don't think he'll tank, by the way. Right. And I love Trevor Bauer. Yeah. But he is developing himself outside baseball, and I think John Carlos Stanton is doing something very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think they're going to be fine outside baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So I can't blame him for taking the money. No no fault. But, mm-hmm. I mean, as far as the their numbers and the you know all that, I think Stanton is, is currently overrated. Now, you are you ready for this? I'm ready. Who's number one? Number? Who's your top? My number one. This is my initial nomination on the VIP group's, uh, you know, poll. Actually, is a Yankee. And I don't know if that's because I'm more familiar with Yankees or whatever. I don't know. But 
Phil Rizzuto. I, and I know that I'm going to get a bunch of backlash from some Yankee fans. I got it. But listen, Phil Rizzuto is overrated, okay? He had one great season. One. He was an MVP one time, and that was, what, uh, 1950? And, and that's it. That's it. It took him 40, almost 40 years to get into the Hall of Fame. There's probably a reason that's- for that. A shocking. The fact mm-hmm. that he made it in all, at all. He had 13, 13 years in the big leagues. He only hit over 300 two times. Yeah. He's a lifetime defense, 273 hitter. <laughs> that's right. So his defense his defense was, was great. But I feel like, and, and maybe this is the real problem. Maybe the problem is he played shortstop in pinstripes. Now, that's a problem. Uh, yeah, it so, is. But I don't feel like you can be a 273 hitter and get in the Hall of Fame based on your defense. That's that doesn't drive with me. It doesn't it doesn't add up and it, and it and it's upsetting. And and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, man. I just think I think the fact that he was born in New York maybe has something to do with it. For his notoriety, he's the hometown maybe. boy. Yeah. There's a lot to be said there. Here's the real thing. He won seven World Series championships with the Yankees. And all that at 5-6. Right. Seven. <laughs> and he was a five-time All-Star because of his defense. Mm-hmm. He was a player of the year once, and uh, he won that MVP. But the point is, I think when you add up all his numbers, he is. we're looking at uh, an overrated player. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you. That's based it. on everything that's that I'm it. looking at right now. I mean, he did miss three years in the military, and that's, I feel like yeah. those are crucial years. Those were totally. crucial years in his career. But at the same time, I mean, there were a lot of guys who missed because of the military at that time. Well, and, and they so. were his year 25, 26, 27 age yeah. years. Yeah. So you're right. They're crucial. But at the same time, played all the way till he's 38. Yeah. Yep. So there was plenty of time to make it up. I don't know. Um, plus the baseball is a little bit different back then, the fifties and forties and fifties and all that. But the point is, I think Phil Rizzuto is my pick for the most overrated player of all time. Yeah, there you go. I can't fault you for that. Don't disagree. Thanks, well, well, that's let's... great because I'll just continue to boo you, and that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. I'll accept that. I'll allow it. <laughs> but let's go ahead and and take a short break. When we get back, we're going to continue a conversation that. A brief conversation, actually, that I had with Kyle last week that Brig heard and wanted to get in on when I asked what we sh- what should have been done with Yankee Stadium. We'll be right back. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if... I never get back with me root, root, root for the home to stay. Don't win, it's a shame, for it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Shop kids baseball strips at 9plusss.com. 
Welcome back, baseball family. In our final segment of today's episode, I wanted to weigh in on and kind of expand the conversation that Brad and Kyle had last week where they talked about Yankee Stadium, old Yankee Stadium. Yes, now, as old we all, Yankee Stadium. Yeah, old Yankee Stadium. As we all know, old Yankee Stadium is the house that Ruth built, and it was it was a cathedral of baseball. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not the only... It's not the only cathedral of baseball, but it but it, it definitely was among the OGs, right? Right. Uh, like I would go so far as to say it might be considered the Notre Dame of baseball. Well said, sir. Because I mean, yeah, like you've got Wrigley and Fenway, right? Also cathedrals, but none of them compare to Yankee Stadium. Well, I think those I would consider Wrigley and Fenway monuments of baseball or mm. Or something equally honored, equally mm-hmm. hallowed, um, because I, I don't want to disparage those facilities at all. I, I mean, I've never right. been to either of them, so I don't know. But everything I've heard, everything I've read, everything that I've been told is that they are just incredible and mm-hmm. rich with history and dynamic in their, you know, just the texture of the facility. But that's also what you could say about old Yankee Stadium. Now, right. old Yankee Stadium, though, just because it is what it is, it, it it was where it was, right on the river and everything. Not that the new one's not. I know it's right across the street. But the old one <laughs> was this. It was like you just, ah, you know, like it was this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to say it. It was a cathedral. Yeah. The Notre yeah. Dame. That's well said. So, but anyways, when, but Kyle and I were talking last week, I asked him just, honestly, I didn't write down any of those questions. I was just going off the cuff with every one of them. And oh, I nice. want to know what he, th- it just came to my mind. I was like, what, what do you think they should have done with Yankee Stadium? And, uh, and I asked him because I've had an answer in my mind for, when did they open the new one in 2009? Yeah. So uh, since they started construction and they mentioned that they were going to tear down the old stadium, I have been saying that they should have turned it into a museum. Like that's been my thing forever. Yeah. Like I would love, I'm not even a Yankee fan. You could consider me a Yankee hater. I would have right. loved it if they had turned it into a, a museum. Because there's yeah. so much history there. And that's what we want to do. We want to build our Yankee Stadium Museum. Yeah. And and Brig actually has like an extensive list. And I was going I through do. I was going through and uh picking some stuff and I was looking at, at the list and I was like, Yeah, that's like ninety percent of my stuff too. So <laughs> Well <laughs> So let's just go through it. So as a Yankee fan, I had to stop. I was like I was like, <laughs> oh, and and that's the thing, right? <laughs> right. Because there is so much. It's so much. I know it's unbeatable. So yeah. here, here's the idea. Now, I think for me, I'm considering this in terms of bronze statues and mm-hmm. uh, and markers on the field that you know that will be maintained mm-hmm. forever. And I had mm-hmm. ju- I've just now returned from both the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum, and the Louisville Slugger Bat Factory and Museum in the same trip. So and, and within the last 10 days. So now I'm, I'm thinking museum, and I'm, th- I'm thinking honoring, uh, <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking visually 
about what this mm. might be if they had if they had maintained old Yankee Stadium and made it a museum, like you say. So what I loved about your suggestion, Brad, was that you would you would keep those you would keep the facility as is, but mm-hmm. turn it into a museum and then allow people to walk out on the field and in the stands and you know make it accessible. Mm-hmm. And and you'd have yeah. to modify some things, obviously. But then there would be yeah, monuments and, in each mm-hmm. key part of the field that would that would highlight or honor or immortalize. I think is a great word. Whatever mm-hmm. these amazing experiences were. Yeah, and and like the big thing is, you know, you, yeah, you're talking about traffic on the grass and maintaining. Like, get rid of the grass. Astro put in turf. turf. Yeah. Put in turf. Pave it. Whatever you want to do, but. Make sure you have foul lines. Yes. You can have painted bases, painted home plate, everything. Like, just recreate the field on whatever whatever surface you decide on. Yes. And then, like you said, significant places on the field. Like, you've got – let's see. what What's one that you have on here? Go ahead and pick one, Brig. Okay. <laughs> Go through here. So, what? hold on. What Brad asked the two of us to do is to develop a <laughs> list of just – you know whatever we thought might be considered to be included in mm-hmm. in the old Yankee Stadium Museum had it been mm-hmm. a possibility. So we have this huge list, and it's it's awesome. So how about let's just talk about Aaron Boone? That's a great example. Okay, it's yeah, because we both have that on our list. Yeah, it's recent. It's easy. It's Game Seven, mm-hmm. two thousand three ALCS. It was one of my games of the week not long ago, and right. um, you could is just put make a thing whatever a bronze statues of fans cheering or something in left field right in the bleachers where the ball landed in Mm -hmm. left field during that game when Aaron Boone came off the bench and then (laughs) and then made history yeah well and I and my thing has always been like find the spot where that ball land that's landed yes put a seat put a seat there with a description on the seat back, and you could even put—I didn't honestly didn't think of this until just now—you could put a speaker, yeah, on the seat in the ground with the call, and a video monitor even if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, have it right there so anybody who either a didn't see it, doesn't know about it, or just wants to relive it because yeah, anybody who's there is going to want to relive oh. it. Let's be honest. So, the, so you can so you can watch it, you can hear it, yeah, whatever oh. you want to do, ah. and. And it's right there for you. Magical. Um, another one. Another one that I thought of was the infamous uh, Pine Tar game. That was at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. That was the Royals against the Yankees. It was. So, so have a seat where the ball landed, but also maybe have like a display of you know, you're not going to get the bat probably, but you can put a bronze version of the bat, replicate it, show. You know, this is this is where the pine tar was. This is why it was an issue. There was too much. Sure. You know, or they thought there was too much because it stretched here. Explain the rule a little bit. Have a monitor that shows. Yeah. The home run. George Brett losing his mind. Yeah. And the call. Listen, everything. You could even have George Brett in bronze like this, with his hands up, <laughs> storming out of the dugout. Yeah, you could. That's you all could. you have to do with a little thing that says this yeah. is what happened, you know? And yeah. and it, yeah. it just him like with that expression on his face would be that would be amazing. It would be. Yeah. Yeah, you you could do either one of those and it would it would be fantastic. 
It'd be awesome. How about the flip? So, the flip. The Derek Jeter to Jorge Posada, 2001. Oh. October 13th. October 13th, 2001. <laughs> the flip. No, yeah, definitely. You've got to have a bronze statue of Jeter going into foul territory with Jorge Posada waiting. Oh, for it right yes. there. Yes. But what? What do you? Where do you put the ball? Do you put the ball in Jeter's fingertips? I don't know. Yeah, I think you put the. I think you put the that's ball in Jeter's fingertips. That makes as much sense as anything. Or how about the time? But, how about the time Derek Jeter dove into this? Dove into the. Uh, the, the, the seats, seats in out, yep. off the third baseline. Yeah, that would be an amazing statue. I'll be honest. And he's like, <laughs> that would be so. You know cool. what I mean? He caught that yeah. ball, dude, mm-hmm. with the fans standing yeah. up and getting out of the way in bronze. Mm-hmm. Oh, just yep. listen. Just think about it. <laughs> it would be amazing. Be awesome. You're walking around with your headsets so, on. Everybody has an app, right? There's an app, and you mm-hmm. go in and yeah. you scan the QR code or. Or you you download the app and you're like, okay, I'm at this. Oh, what is what is that about? And you click the thing yeah. and it pumps it through your phone or your headphones, mm-hmm. and it tells you, Derek. And you watch the highlight and you think, oh my gosh! Yep. And they tell you the backstory, and you get the you get the yep. full circumstance, the weight of the circumstance. No, dude. Mm-hmm. How about listen? Yeah, listen. Here, here, okay. real quick. I got All one for right. you. I got one for you. So. <laughs> So a bunch of bronze statues could be outrageous, right? Like that could could be what because if you're gonna outrageous, oh. like if you have too many bronze statues, too many places, like it could get overcrowded Agreed. and could just be too much. Yeah. So if you have like a plaque, okay, there were non-baseball events at Yankee Stadium. That's right. Like, uh, let's go September twenty eighth, nineteen seventy six. Yeah. Maybe Muhammad Ali. Maybe. <laughs> Um, boxing. I lost it. Ken Norton at Yankee I'm Stadium. Just saying, you put you put a plaque right where they had the ring. Yeah, put that out there and say this is where Muhammad Ali Muhammad Ali boxed Ken Norton. Okay, speaking of Muhammad Ali, if you've not been to the Muhammad Ali Center in Louisville, Kentucky, you're missing mm-hmm. the best museum I've ever been to in my entire life. And you're not the first person I've heard say and, that. Good because it is the finest. Yeah. It is the finest cultural, historical, museum experience I've ever experienced in my life. Ever. Yeah. I've been yeah. like four or five times. I can't wow. stop going back. <laughs> it doesn't hurt that the Louisville Slugger Bat Factory is th- like four blocks away or whatever. It, it, no, that else. doesn't hurt yeah. at all. But I, I kid you not, I would go for that alone, and. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the things I would say, based on the Muhammad Ali Center, is that they have so they have ringside seats. They have a full canvas ring set up with a projector. Cool. So you go on the mezzanine level where you actually begin is on the second floor, and you're you're walking around the mezzanine level. And once you get to this canvas, there's a projector in the ceiling displaying fight highlights and interview highlights of Muhammad Ali onto a full size canvas ring on the first floor that's below cool. you and then awesome. there are seats set up around them and this is to my point where you they're red velvet ringside seats right ringside seats and you sit there mm-hmm. at this ring and you can toggle through there's a little display board that comes up with a video monitor and you can toggle oh, nice. through which fight you want to watch you can watch the whole freaking fight that's literally cool. sitting ringside 
Well, and and you could do that at the Yankee Stadium saying. Museum. You could do you that. Could, you could have places where you can sit and watch yes. watch David Cohn's perfect that's, game. You can watch the Yankees list. win any of their World Absolutely. Series. You can watch them watch them clinch the World Series. You could, yeah, like the the list is endless. Yes, of the possibilities with games, you could just just have a little spot in the concourse where you could watch. Yes, right? and or, maybe have a, a stand that sells old school hot dogs and whatever. Yes. What know. about what about what about if you're, if you're okay? What if you're sitting there in the bullpen, in deep, deep, deep mm. center field, and you can play Enter Sandman That'd and watch Mo run onto the field on your phone? Or on a That'd on a video awesome. board outside the on the you know mm-hmm. leading out onto the field from the bullpen. Would that be? I'd yeah. be amazing. That'd be fantastic. And of course, you got to keep Monument Park. Oh yeah, Monument Park of stays. Course. And it gets updated with the one at the new Yankee Stadium. Why not? Of course, because absolutely. How so, about Lou Gehrig's final yeah. speech? Yes, yes, that was the that was one of the ones that I referenced last week. Is you've got to have a spot that. That identifies Lou Gehrig's farewell speech yes. for sure, most definitely. Um, um, let's see what else did we have on the on the list. Game one, game one, right? That's right. Absolutely. Was that April eighteenth, nineteen twenty three? April eighteenth, nineteen twenty three, against the Red Sox. This is the first game played in Yankee Stadium, in old Yankee Stadium. It happened to be against yeah. the Red Sox. And what did what did Babe Ruth mm. do? He goes yard. Of course, he homered. He goes yard. <laughs> not just goes yard he goes yard to win the ball game <laughs> of course he dude did. and that's why and you know what i'm gonna say it that's why the yankees win so many titles because they played so many games in that stadium the very first game was a yes. win um when the mariners moved into safeco they lost my buddy said well that's too bad because that means it's cursed right. And he hasn't been wrong so far. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was thinking about bronze statues. And okay. I was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if you had a bronze statue of Wade Boggs out in the outfield riding on the back of that horse with the policeman sitting atop his horse, <laughs> Central Park style, and he's got his hand in the air like this, waving to the fans in the outfield. Yeah. That! would be a killer bronze statue out in outfield on that the would morning be. track. That'd be awesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I still like, I, I think I still like above all the visual that you painted of a bronze statue of George <laughs> Brett screaming out of the dugout. Like I, I, I seriously, since you mentioned that I haven't been able to get it out of my head, like, <laughs> I, I, I want, want that. that like, I want that in, in fact, my yard. Maybe we can call Fathead <laughs> and just get a picture uh, that we can life size yeah. put it on the wall like one of those vinyl stickers of him coming out of the dugout. Yeah, I put that in the background yeah. of the podcast I, for sure. For sure, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh my! Well, gosh. I mean, we could go on and on and yeah. on forever with this because, like we said, the the history of the Yankees is extensive. But let us know what you would put in the Yankee Stadium Museum. You can comment on YouTube. You can submit to our mailbag, and we will give you a shout-out on the podcast, and we'll, and we'll read your suggestion. You can send us something on uh, Twitter, at Baseball, the number two together, Baseball Together. Um, where else? You can... We're on Instagram. Talk to us on Instagram. Baseball Together. Yep. Talk to us on Instagram. Yeah. Yep. 
let us know what you would like to would like to see in our fictional Yankee Stadium That's right. Museum. Also, don't forget to jump on the shop at 9plusus.com. You spell it out, N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com. You can get this baseball and chill t-shirt that I'm wearing right now, which is super cool. You can nice. get any of the Korean baseball hats that we have. We have 20 Korean baseball hats right now. Two for each team of mm-hmm. the 10 that are in the KBO. As evidenced by the ones I just shoved in your face if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> and uh, and no, the, the, we got the one in the Korean script. We've got one in um, the Romanized lettering. We've got uh, our our signature Baseball Together logo that is also used for the podcast and the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We've recreated for the KBO in Korean and Romanized lettering all on the same one. Same design. But in Korean, it says mm-hmm. "baseball together" in Korean. So, and we have—I <laughs> thought you were gonna—I thought you were gonna make the attempt. No, I, there. I was, but I—I I freaking <laughs> hesitated, and I thought the, to the to the audacious goes the victory, and I decided to to welch on the deal in my mind. So now that I feel like a lesser person, um, just kidding. That was that was a joke. No. Well, anyways, <laughs> jump on the shop. There's tons of stuff, and there's tons more coming too. Tons. I mean, I I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Brig is constantly sending me pictures. Like, check it out, check it out. Oh, it's good. And we've had some sweet designs that we that we brought in. Um, I'm excited for the future of the shop. We just did sweatpants. Jump on there now. Oh yeah, your sweatpants. Okay, so be don't don't tell anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Very exciting, but. But with the podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, or rate, review the podcast. Tell your friends about us. We can grow. And baseball family, we will catch you next week. Mm